0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled. And all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is a shepherd, who is to shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod called the Magi secretly, and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem, and said, Go, and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them, until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and and on entering the house they saw the child with Mary his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. To you, Lord Jesus Christ Today we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany of our Lord, namely the, the revelation of Christ, that He has taken on flesh and revealed himself not just to a small group but to all the nations and so we have the representatives of all nations as they come. The Magi from the East. It's a wonderful feast that we celebrate. It has many traditions that are tied to it, one of which is the blessing of the chalk. Uh, so we do have the uh, the blessed chalk at the entrance of the church. So as you depart today, I invite you to pick up one of the little packets that has the chalk and the prayer for the blessing of your home and to be able to continue that great and venerable tradition of claiming our homes for Christ and being able to welcome others as we would welcome Christ. One of the important things about this Feast of the Epiphany is that we're supposed to seek for the Lord Jesus. Indeed, we know that the Lord comes, that it's the revelation. The epiphany literally means just the revelation. And so it's the revelation of Christ, but it takes a little work on our part to be able to find him sometimes. And that's why the Magi come from the East with the question, where is he? It's not as if he was just clearly visible. They come to seek and to search him out. And Herod himself doesn't entirely know. He's a bit surprised to say that he's afraid and all Jerusalem with him. And yet they point to Bethlehem and off the Magi go to be able to seek diligently for the newborn king. And when they find him, they bow down before him and pay him homage and they give him their gifts. The great tradition that we also have, in addition to the blessing of the homes, is that the Feast of the Epiphany also sees the beginning of king cake season which regrettably this year is limited to only a month or so with the early uh, onset of Lent uh, coming on, good for all of you married people, Valentine's Day this year, Ash Wednesday. God be praised, huh? So don't bring anybody chocolates, I guess, on that day, especially if they're giving it up for Lent. But we have this abbreviated time where we celebrate with the gift of the king cake. And there's a couple of things that are very important for us about the king cake. One, the, the fact that the cake is in the form of a crown. That it's something that, uh, that we recognize that it's the, the seeking out for the newborn king. Also, that traditionally the baby is hidden inside the cake. And so, two, as you go and you eat piece by piece, you search for the king. Where is he? Is he found? And when you find him, hopefully if you haven't broken a tooth, you rejoice. And then as the tradition would have it, that you would be the next one to supply the king cake at the following party. And it's this recognition that every time we come to meet Jesus, anytime we find him, we rejoice in him. But then it doesn't stop there. We have to share it. We have to continue to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to go to the next person. And to continue to share the joy of finding Jesus of meeting him, that after our diligent searching, we can come to encounter him and be filled with joy and rejoicing. The joy and the rejoicing that we experience is simply on account of the fact that the Lord is good, that we know by faith that the Lord comes not to take things from us, but to give everything to us. This is where Herod goes completely wrong. Herod, it says, and all of Jerusalem with him, which kind of tells you the spiritual state of things, they were afraid at the sound of the birth of a newborn king. Because the newborn king means that eventually things will change, maybe. And how scary it can be when change happens. We shrink back from it. We like what's familiar to us. But it's the Lord Jesus who comes and invites us to be willing to go a different way to be willing to follow after him, to first to seek him. Recognize, too, that of all those who said, who knew that the Lord was to be born in Bethlehem, none of them actually went. It was only the Magi who finished the rest of the trail, even though they pointed and said, this is where the king is going to be born. This is where the Christ is to be. And they didn't even go. But the Magi come from the east to find him. That diligent seeking that results in a willingness to change their life. They go and they bow down before the Lord. And it says that last line, and they parted by a different way. And that's exactly what it's supposed to be. That as we come to encounter Christ, as we really encounter Christ, we are necessarily changed. We can't just go back the way we were the normal route of things, to be back as normal normal life, as if we can come on Sunday, have a profound experience of Jesus and continue to act as heathens on Monday. It just simply doesn't work. And so it's this profound transformation of our hearts that this feast calls us to. It presupposes we're willing to search. And if indeed we are, we'll be filled with rejoicing when we find him. And so as we come on this blessed feast... To celebrate this Holy Mass, we ask the Lord to be with us and to fill us with his grace, to fill us with courage to continue to follow after him, to fill, him with, fill us with joys we find him here in the midst of this Holy Mass, and that we too, like the Magi, might have the courage to follow after him by a different way.